Hello, Aaron, and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. Hi, Joel. My name is Aaron. My name is Sarah. Oh, Sarah's here, too. Hey, how's it going? The movie this week, Aaron, is <laughs> Latitude Zero <laughs> from 1969, <laughs> directed by Ishiro Honda and written by Warren Lewis, Shinichi Sekizawa, Ted Shetterman, and uh, oh, apparently based on Ted Shetterman's stories. Interesting. Starring Joseph Cotton, Cesar Romero, Akira Takarada. Richard Jekyll, Patricia Medina, and what is that one person's name? You know, they don't show Dr. Sagata again after that. Akahiko Murata. Oh, his one scene? Yeah, Yeah. I thought he was going to be in it more. And Linda Haynes as, introducing Linda Haynes as Dr. Ann Barton. She's a doctor? Can you believe that, Aaron? Uh, I'm going to only... Uh, answer Joel through Sarah. So Sarah, if you could tell Joel um, <laughs> that this movie was pretty crazy, I'd really appreciate it, Sarah. Well, it turns out that Aaron thought the movie was really crazy. Sarah, can you tell Aaron? <laughs> no, no, no. This was Aaron's pick. That's what I was going to say. No, can you-, you were going to tell him why it was his pig. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Since you're telling this story Aaron, tonight. did I inform you that this is your pig? Oh. Sarah, could you please tell Joel that I'm pretty well aware this was my pig? As in when I sat down on his chair and he was like, we're watching this movie tonight. Where did you hear about this anyways? Oh, sure. Um... Thank, thank you, Sarah. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know, I, I have some skills in diplomacy, and I can sometimes translate for people if there needs to, you know, if it's a conflict thing, I can mm. help with that. I believe your skills rival that of uh, Captain Picard's, in my opinion. <laughs> Thanks. That's a, that's a real honor. You would, you would have been a real boon in, in Latitude Zero. They needed somebody to, you the, know, yeah. bridge the gap between Cesar Romero and Joseph Cotton. So yeah, this movie. I heard about it through my ex co former coworker, uh, Alex, Alex uh, from the former comic book shop I used to work at, Seth's Games and Anime, um, which he, is an awesome place. It's an awesome place. Um, I now work uh, in the city of Newberry Park with my good friend Timmy. When I'm not uh, assisting on commercial sets and doing blah blah crazy blah. things. Blah. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so Alex was like, basically, uh, it became a hobby of Alex to to recommend movies to me. And he was like, he was like, have you seen this trailer? I saw the trailer and I couldn't really, my brain really yeah. couldn't even like fathom <laughs> what I was seeing. Like all these bright colors are being thrown at me. There's a lion with wings, oh, explosions. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's right in the trailer, huh? Yeah, cool model sets. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm signing up for this. 
I'll put it on a secret Excel sheet. What perhaps. about the Batman? Were they in the trailer? Mm. Negatory. No, that well, was just a surprise. O- only for a brief moment because they had to simulate these special gloves. Oh, I see. They had they had to let people know that they, they got had to know the power glove was going to be in it. Yeah. Mm. Years years before the kid from The Wizard even got his hand on a single one to play Rad Racer. There you go. They really dumbed it down the later models. So you guys want to move to Latitude Zero? I, LZ, as they call it? Is that... Are well, we feeling that? That vibe? I gotta say that they seem to have a idealistic society, mm-hmm. one could say. Uh, there's trampolines everywhere. <laughs> you could wear gold. Gold is something that you that, that you can just wear. Like, gold, gold is preferred. Preferred You, know, you could wear regular clothes. But. Right, right. <laughs> um... They didn't really talk about much about their food, other than like a couple of quick panned shots of like the countryside and cows and well, how they get it. But we did see oh, them receive no. that amazing meal. That's off right, of that conveyor belt. Mm. You're right. I forgot. Those are the machines of the future that are going to be um, serving us dinner out of a wall in our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, you can fill your planners with diamonds. This is a common thing. Oh, you! What else are you gonna do? With the, I mean, they're useless here, right? This yep. is a society without currency. It's it is the ideal society. This is true. You're right. You're right. You can wear an ascot every day. Mm. You can. Um, it's required if you have like a neck waddle. You have to wear an ascot. You can show as much chest as you want, like without any sort of. Sorry, go for I it. think you you need to show skin. You need to show skin. This was like kind of a combination of like a a James Bond movie or like a Playboy um club in the 60s 70s. <laughs> it was kind of um a groovy swinging society and um no dancing. They should have been dancing. If you could jump on a trampoline any time of day, there should be dancing. <laughs> yeah, I too. noticed that. There was definitely not... People were laughing. Yeah. But there was no dancing, right? I wasn't saying no dancing in the movie. I was telling Aaron, no dancing. Oh, in the podcast, no, there's stop no dancing. It. Stop, stop your dancing. That's ridiculous. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. That's... I mean, they did, there wasn't that much 60s-style swinging music either, you know? Um, I mean, it was, a, it was a perfectly decent soundtrack, but yeah. I guess the trampolines were make it. What? Why? Why trampolines? I don't know. I'll tell you why. Don't please. <laughs> yeah, please. Well, it's like you don't have any gravity. It's like you're weightless. Mm. It's like flying for a minute. Yeah, maybe you. Maybe the reason why. Yeah, it's different. So they have to get their exercise from that kind of thing, right? Mm. And then maybe mm. the reason why they show much so much skin is because they're getting less of the you know the vitamin D conversion because they've got that artificial sun in latitude. By the way, we're not even ta- we haven't talked about what latitude zero is. What what is this all about, Aaron? Well, yes. Originally, this was a radio serial uh, that I just found out about right now. Oh, because I'm on Wikipedia. Uh- <laughs> cool. <laughs> Hard-hitting facts from Wikipedia. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, This movie is well-known for the fact that it it stars both American and Japanese actors. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a co-production. It's a co-production. It's co-production. Toho in the U.S. In fact, there was a really interesting anecdote that I just read about about the production of this this, uh, 
uh, particular film, mm-hmm. uh, where apparently the American producer Don Sharp sent all of the American cast to Japan just as his company was about to go bankrupt. So apparently Toho <laughs> Toho picked up most, if not all, the film's production budget. Yeah, he's going to have to get the tab. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're over there. Uh, now, uh, we don't have any money to get you back, so I hope you like Japan. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, yeah, but this is a movie. This is this is a very... Oh, is it a movie? It's a movie. Yes, but what is it about? <laughs> what is it about? Well, it's about three men. And a baby. One in yellow, one in red, and one in blue. In close proximity to each other. It's in, like, in a bathosphere. Like the original American versions of the Pokemon games. Okay, so we got, yeah. we got Charizard. Yeah, there you go. Got Squirtle. There we you got go. Pikachu. Yeah, they got they got these these are hoodies that they're wearing. And uh they're they're on a uh extensive scientific operation. The man in red would be our dashing American reporter. Whereas the man in yellow uh would be our French Oceanographer was that was that what he was something like the that? Doctor, yeah. Was he a doctor? He's okay. he's there. I mean, they're all doctor. I mean, not the reporter, but the mm-hmm. other guys are doctors. Yeah, two two men of science and one man of 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 filmography. Two, yeah, two doctors and a dingus. Yeah, <laughs> go down in the submer- yeah. submergible. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, uh, the American, of course, is uh, fixated on fame, whereas the men of science are trying to, uh, you know. Figure things out with, with uh, science. Well, there's some, yeah, there's some BS reason that they're going down there. You know, there there's some sort of well animals that resist sonar, mm-hmm. so they're trying to get evidence or something like that. But DSL was that what it was? When, I don't know. Yeah, they were like trying that. to install a DSL line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that they could play Team Fortress Classic with their friends or um, Counter Strike. Counter Strike, definitely. Yeah, you got to get those fat pipes, otherwise. Somebody's got to take you out and Counter-Strike. I hate it when people crouch on your dead animated corpse. Wait, you mean when they teabag you? Yep. Or when they're, like, camping outside the yeah. spawning point. Well, yeah, when you're just sitting there in your dead corpse and watching them camp and yeah. teabag you. Yeah. No fun. No teabagging, guys. Mm-mm. There's no teabagging in this movie. You got to take your Desert Eagle out and tell them what's what. There's no dancing, teabagging, but there are trampolines. Also- oh yeah, yeah. So they're trying to find these sonar, uh, sonar squid, right? Sonar resistant squid. That's uh, SSQ. No, SR, SRQ. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no more letters. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Except for LZ. <laughs> PDSMIOS. There we go. Um, <laughs> listeners, write in today if you want to hear more letters. <laughs> Aaron will go through the alphabet. Yeah, one at a time. <laughs> a refresher. Send us your uh, your phone number and I'll just call you. And <laughs> Okay, Sarah, and then what happens? <laughs> um, well, an earthquake, I think, or something. And it, like, all this stuff starts coming up from the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as it ever was but the model falls down between this crack oh. that is created it's kind of like living in the land of the lost oh. and it goes down oh. and then they tumble 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 and suffer some injuries and then the ball lands somewhere and uh, it's a very small little thing that they're inside of yeah, just just big enough for three men. Bathosphere. And then when they when they wake, they are in a future 
society. Yeah, we at we, the bottom see, of the ocean. We see a couple of sexy divers go down and and hook their hook line and sinker them. Mm-hmm. So you, well, those effects during the the explosions or whatever the earthquakes, you know, the the smoke coming off of the water or whatever that was, that was gorgeous, fantastic. Like, I don't know if it was Technicolor or if they were just doing different color smoke explosions. It or... reminded it reminded me of the origin scenes in some of the other Toho films of um, King Ghidorah, like the lightning bolts coming out of the uh, giant mass of smoke. What are you talking about? King Ghidorah. Toho, Toho films? Yeah, this is a Toho film. Well, I know that, but uh, I'm not familiar with their work. Oh, uh, Godzilla. You know, King no. of the Monsters? No. A kaiju, I... perhaps? Oh, you're talking about that movie Go with Jim? Jean Reno. Oh, you're talking about the... No. Listeners, if you want to hear me talk about Gojira... <laughs> I got a different podcast called High and Low. <laughs> I extend my golden glove to fire a laser at you now, Joel. That uh, both Sarah and Aaron have also been on. Uh, stop Stop firing lasers at me. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Hondo? Yeah, Hondo, I believe. Ashiro Hondo. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he is the director of Mothra. Yeah, that's one of my faves. Mm-hmm. So he's got a pedigree, and like a Toho just like pumped up films. I, Heck I think yeah, that's, a, that, that's the, their thing there. But this is uh, pretty charming, and it's it, like I'm so glad that this wasn't just done by some American company because oh, yeah. some of those Toho touches, like the creatures and the the models and stuff like oh, that, yeah. is just it's it's like delicious. There's no other word. Yeah, the visuals in this are really cool. The the uh, part on the water that you were talking about, it looked like something real to me at first, and I realized it must not have been, but the the visuals were really cool. They've done, they did a couple of things like that, but I liked the aesthetics in the movie. There were only a couple of shots that I felt like the film quality was kind of you know, off or like the lighting was off or grainy or something, but pretty much everything was visually like great. The mm. costumes were great. The, the sets were great. Um, like the different, you know, creatures and stuff were great. <laughs> everything. Ex- yeah. There were only a couple of things that I think. And some of the things that were funny were like good because oh, they oh, were yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's got a ch- uh, charming, hokey, lo-fi-ish. You know, men in men in costumes for the beast that are obviously just dudes wearing suits. And like, I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't want uh, you know, I mean, play, <laughs> plenty of uses a marionette, but that's like if it had been puppets, it wouldn't have been as cool. Uh, most of these scenes are exactly what I want evil secret layers to look like, mm. or like futuristic under the sea societies. Utopia. Yes, yes. The color choices in some of these buildings amazing. Uh, you just Google it real quick. Latitude zero room, or you know, <laughs> evil layer, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's oh my gosh, so good, mm-hmm. so good. So there's kind of an adversarial thing going on here. Did they ever share their secrets of immortality? Other than other than just saying that, well, basically the the American looks at a plaque on the wall, and he and he he mentions that he's like, huh, 
it's like the 1800s or something like that. Or this thing must be from yeah. the 1800s. That's what it says on the thing. But the first submarine, and then he spouted off some fact <laughs> about when the first submersible was or whatever. And, and the captain adjusts his ascot and he's like, well, let me tell you, buddy, something. Let me tell you how this really works. Joseph Cotton loved his ascots. He did. Mm. He did. But, it, but it, like Sarah mentioned, it had been revealed that both he... And apparently his former friend are hundreds of years old. Mm. And they've been battling each other since. That's a long time to, to grow animosities, to, to become enemies. You know, they had the same teacher who I expected to be like a little boy. I taught them. I'm a mortal too. I kind of expected the, their teacher to be involved in some way or another. That was that was kind of a moment that I'd I'd wish it happened. It was the other doctor. I feel like it could have gone a completely different direction. Um, the part where they were first getting used to being at latitude zero in like the what looks like normal land and sky outside, mm-hmm. but is actually at the bottom of the ocean and an artificial ecosphere mm. type thing. Um. It's a Wakanda bubble. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt like that seemed really James Bondy to me. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. when the problems arose and they went to do that, that felt more like a kaiju movie to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When okay. they were like leaving to do the like battle and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now you brought up uh, Aaron. I think uh, what twenty thousand leagues under the sea, Captain yeah. ne- t- that totally Captain Nemo adventure style. Yeah, definitely. That was definitely the the flavor I was getting I for a little while help there. But remember, but remember that and be reminded of it too. Mm. Actually, I was really surprised this movie had zero squid in it. Yeah, me too. I was <laughs> expecting there to be some sort of squid fight. Zero squid, zero stars. Aaron Cornelius. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Don't quote me. Don't quote me. <laughs> Uh, I have many stars to give for this movie. Mm. Everything. <laughs> Trampolines, <laughs> ten stars. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, never mind. <laughs> what was I going to say? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, after our boars get picked up uh, by the thing, uh, by this uh, rogue ship, the, the ship is called the Alpha, by the way. Okay, sorry. Uh, isn't that that robot called Alpha? What? It went over your head? That's the noise. <laughs> you know what <laughs> the is, reference right? going straight over my head. Are you talking about... Mighty Morphin Are you talking Power about Zordons, bud? <laughs> yes. Okay. Isn't he Alpha? I believe his name is Alpha. Okay. Don't make me feel stupid, Aaron. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, uh, Listeners, right in today. <laughs> my Geiger counter here shows... That, my nerd Geiger counter shows that I'm going off the scale right now, Joel. <laughs> I totally forgot about Alpha there for a moment. That was your uh, your scan, your yeah, Dragon my, Ball scanner. My um, blew up off your whatever. Yep, my Saiyan my Saiyan power mm-hmm. scanner. Yeah. So <laughs> two of our guys are fine, but the, the, we got a French our French gentleman. Uh, for he, the he didn't do thing. so well. He didn't do so yeah, well. He's he's do, he's doing bad enough that our our lovely doctor goes to the captain and she says. Uh, we have to cancel this mission that we're on. We have to get him back. Like it's an emergency, and so they they turn around their their giant sub and start heading back to LZ, Louisiana. That's Latitude in it, right? zero. Oh, latitude zero, Joel. Mm-hmm. What they don't know is that 
They're being watched <gasps> by the Joker. <laughs> That's what you laugh like, right? Well, I mean, I would too if I had thigh high boots. Mm-hmm. Don't you have thigh high boots? Negatory. Oh. He has kinky boots. <laughs> <laughs> Red. <laughs> um, yeah, they they are being watched, and there is another little battleship. At first, I didn't understand what their relationship was. So their their little ball fell down, and then they and then there's a ship with some bad guys on it, kind of <laughs> watching them, mm-hmm. and then there's this other ship that's shooting, right. And that ship has a bunch of guys that are dressed like gladiators in vinyl, <laughs> vinyl gladiator costumes. Yeah, lots of men in skirts. Mm-hmm. And, um, and a, a lady that is the sort of captain of that ship, and she's one of the minions of the bad guy we find out later that's on the other ship. Yes, uh, Aaron was so excited. I think that's one of the main reasons why you want to watch this, right, Cesar Romero? Uh, when I saw his involvement in the film, mm-hmm. uh, I was pretty excited. Also, the models were something that I wanted to see in motion. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, And I was delighted on every other aspect of it. Yeah, the, co- a- the costuming, the, the interior design of the buildings... Uh, I mean, some of the acting obviously is pretty darn questionable, but but what can you do? You know, it's <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, I mean, it's all worth it like that. But the poor, all... the poor lady doctor and her questionable clothing choices mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't her choice. I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. It was a uniform. That's yeah. <laughs> this is what all, all the doctors, doctors wear. get. One of those. Uh, uh, you know, no, we didn't see any other doctors from True. from. They all might wear clear, transparent clothing. <laughs> this is what you wear. <laughs> this is what you wear on the Alpha, right? When you're at the actual LZ, you can wear whatever you want. But when you're on the Alpha, you have to wear this backless top thing. Goldblum made um, like chest piece mm. that's like disconnected except for one part in the middle to a '60s mod skirt. Yep. That. Looks like a go-go dancer would wear, or somebody in a James Bond movie. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's completely backless. Yep. She had the gold matching headband with like oh, the sixties yeah. hairdo that I thought was cool. Yeah, too. that was yeah. pretty good. Cool. That was that was good. She also has to get naked in front of all the guys um, when they become bulletproof too. Mm, I almost forgot about her silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't get to see, but she had to show the guys like oh, it or not. Yeah, all the guys' eyeballs popped out of their heads and that happened. I remember that yeah. scene. Yeah. Most of them were like, oh, I'm not looking. <laughs> Although they tried to get her to get out of the pool first. Oh, yeah, those that scamp, first. that American scamp. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to get out because he was uh, pitching a tent. In the middle of the special bulletproof bath thing, Joel? <laughs> It but he a, no longer had, the, but he didn't have the special equipment. It was a to, bulletproof uh, tent to make the tent. Okay. Oh, oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay, he was just pitching a pole then. Jeez. Okay. Jeez, Aaron. Sorry, sorry, Joel. So sorry. Uh, yeah, this enemy sub is called the Black Shark. 
Mm-hmm. Shard, I thought. No, it's, it was shark. shark. It was oh. shark because the front of the mouth opened up oh, yeah. to fire the missiles. That yeah. makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got little fins on it and everything like that. And that, that, that little dominatrix Asian lady was uh, running the, little, running the show. A little dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners right in today. <laughs> the little dominatrix. The little dominatrix with the high ponytail. Yep. Dude, her hair was long. It was yeah. Top of her head. She had yeah. long hair, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, she probably had tie some sort of like morning star to the end of it, she swinging around whip her head. It. Yeah. Bam. Now she's only got she's you know I I don't know what her relationship with uh, Caesar Romero is. Oh, I think it she, was very clear. Joel. I mean, she's in love, but yeah. I imagine there's some sort of uh, you know stepping going on, if you know what I mean. Anyways, I believe that they had uh, similar goals. Joel, evil. That's true. None of the guys from this world seem to be sexually interested, like, in the women. You mean, like, uh, the undersea world? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It had to get people from topside to get anyone. I don't know. Maybe they were, and we just didn't see the right interactions or something, but none of the guys that were from there seemed to be interested in the doctor. Well, what I'll do is I'll find the radio drama and I'll, we'll cross-reference and yeah. we'll, we'll find out if yeah. there's any romantic, in, in, uh, you know. Yeah, we'll totally do that. Ne- next episode, right, guys? Mm-hmm. We'll listen to the entire radio program. Next, next, uh, why are, no. We'll Anyone can speak come up. Come back with Any- <laughs> So, yeah, uh, yeah, the Alpha has to escape the, the Black Shark and there's long, there, this is a pretty long uh, chase scene where they're, they go and you know the black shark can outmaneuver it, and it's got more weapons that they can't take. So they're going through the canyons. Or and Cesar Romero's character is like pretty much narrating. Oh yeah, everything the black shark is doing. Right, he's, he's watching everything with one hand. If you know what I mean, he's very excited about what's going on. Are you saying that his other hand is on some sort of control device Absolutely. for him in order to change it's different probably, screens? It's probably on the leg of his his partner. Yeah. Oh. Which that, part that are you talking about? When, in the beginning, when the, the, the subs are, you know, they're trying to blow it up. They're like, before, before they, before get, they to, get to before Latitude they get to LZ, yeah. Oh. Yeah. When they're trying to escape to it. They, because they because the poor the poor Frenchman is, is dying. Mm-hmm. He needs help. Yeah, they do some tricks. They they duplicate themselves or something like that. They didn't. They didn't ever really go into how he was able to do that. No. He he, he mentioned very briefly a series of mirrors. Apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, very briefly, he was like, "Oh, it's a series of mirrors," <laughs> and that was it. Like he far, didn't... <laughs> far under the ocean, there are a series of mirrors. <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> so they didn't really explain that. No. But... Yeah. That's okay. They they get away. Caesar Romero is very upset about this, but. Of course. As always, next time. <laughs> he doesn't let, you know, something like this get him down. He's got other plans. But once we're on the once we're on the LZ, we get we get to see this wonderful world of uh advanced medical equipment, cows. That's good, right? Volkswagen buses. Mm-hmm. They took the time to show us houses of many different architecture styles because they wanted to show that um, it's a multicultural area. Different, different pan shots as well, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the swipes. The yeah. swipes. Yeah. There was, I mean, if you had to take a shot for every swipe in this movie, you'd probably die of alcohol poisoning. 
Oh, we didn't even mention the close-ups. Oh, yeah. We got like a major the number zoom, of close-ups yeah. in this movie. Certainly. Some zooms. You gotta make it exciting, because they're just like standing around on the bridge, you know, yeah. navigating. Like, whoa, what are these two up to? When they were in the bathosphere at the beginning of the movie, uh, I swear there were a couple scenes <laughs> that must have inspired Wes Anderson for The Life Aquatic. Yeah. Just like the, the zoom up in some of the faces right there. The color, The color choices. The imagery, yeah. 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 What's the purpose of finding this uh, sonar, sonar furry uh, squid? You know, they Revenge. never. Revenge. Oh. Oh, dang. Uh huh. He's the Zuzo. He is. That squid killed his uh, friend. Yep. I don't know. I've only seen that movie once. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like the soundtrack. Yeah, that's a kick ass soundtrack. This Listeners, one, this one was in. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please write in. <laughs> if you like Portuguese Dave Bowie covers, please write in. Today. Uh, this one was okay, though. The soundtrack in this one was just kind of okay. There's some pretty standard flute stuff that you'd expect in a <laughs> 60s under the sea kind they, of thing. They dropped the harpsichord. I forgot all about that. Yeah, it's like, this ship is from 1800, so we could only have harpsichord music. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Sarah was the one who pointed that out, though, I believe. Harpsichord. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like they... They didn't fully let loose on what they could have done musically in this movie, but they could have overdone it and made it really annoying. (laughs) So I'm glad that it wasn't like constantly like a lot of music that was too hard to take. But but uh, yeah, they did a few accents here and there with music, and yeah, the overall narrative of the movie wasn't demanded through the the music. You're Mm -hmm. right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's my opinion that there are three types of score, and only one of them is the one you want every time. There's the score that's so good that, like, it stands apart from the movie. Okay. There's a score that's just part of the movie, and you, you almost don't notice it at all. Sure. And then there's a score that's terrible, and it, it takes away from the movie. Got it. It's Got the it. middle one that I think. Like, the one that you almost don't notice, yeah, I think it's the best kind of score, because I you don't want to take away from what you're seeing. Occasionally, they meet up. You know, like, uh, we saw Phantom Thread, I think, has such a good score, and it's a great movie. It doesn't take away from, from that kind of thing, but most of the time, I just want to kind of... You know, just, I see what just you're saying. Or, I see what you're you saying. know, Jurassic Park. Yeah, obviously, super famous for its score. I think that I don't feel that took away from the movie. Exactly. Though. I think in, in my a lesser opinion. movie, though, you would have been like, mm. "Well, John Williams is knocking out of the park here." Uh, uh, it's like Lost World. I'm sure it's got a great score. I don't know. The movie's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair mm. enough. Yeah, there's all there. I mean, they they show a lot of Latin, the actual LZ. You know, we we see a lot of like locations and like uh, different architecture going on. Maybe yeah. that that like faux future stuff. Like I said it looked like the Space Needle or yeah or, or, or whatever was going on. The central know. tower apparently where everyone just chilled and hung out. Yeah, and uh, there's a giant map of the entire LZ just in the center. Of uh, <laughs> well, the, well, the lifelike model. Excuse me. Doesn't oh. every town have a, a, a you know full size model of uh, every location? I, I think that'd be pretty cool, actually. To be honest with you, good idea. Like in Beetlejuice. Yes. We oh. just need we just need a a hardware shop owner with a lot of extra time on his hand to build it for us. 
Possibly Timmy. No way he doesn't have a hardware store. I think I think someday when I have the big bucks and I happen to settle somewhere, I will make a lifelike map of the entire place that I live, just because that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I want that. Should do Fillmore. Fillmore will be easier than uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not while I'm drinking chocolate. <laughs> there's an orange tree. Yeah. There's an orange tree. And there's the railroad. Yeah, do the old version of There's Fillmore. City Hall. This used to be Orange Groves and Dino's Diner. Oh. You got nothing. Dino's Diner. And Perko's. I miss Dino's Diner. I have vague memories. Anyways, what I was going to say was that even though we get introduced to a whole bunch of, L- of LZ, yes. I feel like we don't spend very much time there at all. No, they, they, I think they wanted to leave a hint of, of the idealistic society that they had, but they but the thing was, this is an adventure movie, Joel. People got to be doing things. Jumping on trampolines. <laughs> firing lasers from their hands. Ziggy Zaggy. Right. Wearing gold jumpsuits uh, made of gold. Well, they were prepared for any adventure that could come along. That's right. And the, don't forget the ceremonial gun. Oh! <laughs> I almost forgot about Sarah thought he was going to shoot him. <laughs> yeah, he was pointing it directly up his chin at first. I've then... seen too many naked people. <laughs> <laughs> but then he realizes that he took the bath first. He's like, no! Can't kill myself now. Maybe that's how they shave there. <laughs> Phrases don't work. I have to use this gun. <laughs> diamonds. Diamond bullets. <laughs> the laser, like Superman with the laser. Well, that's what I was about to mention is I wish I had the Kryptonian laser vision sometimes so that I could just shave yeah, but think by staring that, myself in the mirror. Look at that laser burn. It's got to be terrible. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have to go on an adventure. Yes. Because there's two other scientists that they were going to recruit. Th- this is what they do. Oh, Yeah. This part, they show us like a slice of life of all these interactions <laughs> that the scientist has been having on the Earth's surface, and um, I enjoyed the monitor kind action. Of a, kind of a lot of uh, information. Oh yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, video of his everyday life. Picture in picture, right? It's like yeah. so- somebody saw that and was like, "I need this for football." Yeah, they had it like at the bottom of the screen. Like, the, what did they call that? Oh my gosh. The play by play? What did they call it when you could go back and forth and you had the little screen in the bottom of the screen? Oh, oh the playback. Playback. I thought it was just called picture in picture. I don't know. I don't that might have been what it was called on the remote, but yeah. they called it something else in the commercials oh, and stuff man. for it. Can't wait for the playback. I don't know. Sorry, listeners, guys. write in today. I, if I if I followed sports more, I could tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listeners, please write in a please please don't pod at uh, joel dot com. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't give them the wrong email. <laughs> joel at. <laughs> Aaron Cornelius Butts at... <laughs> oh, I better go get that real quick. Make that an email. Yep. <laughs> it's only for butt enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's... that's. The, I mean, it's their stock and trade is to kidnap, like, famous... You know, people like they 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 say it under the the like oh we they want to come to our society when they hear about it, but I'm pretty sure there's a Not there's a couple of kidnappings going on at Mm-mm. least every once in a while. And then they're like, you can't talk about this to anybody. So it's like, what do you do if you like it but you don't want to stay? <laughs> they're like, well, <laughs> I think we know the answer to this question. Why is this trampoline by the cliff? No reason. Oh. 
they kept making it sound like there was some kind of underlying, like, social, like, they they made it seem so nice mm-hmm. that you thought there had to be something. Like, the there flip side is of the coin. in, like, like, there is in, like, uh, Logan's Run yeah. and Cherry like, 2000. Green and stuff <laughs> and, like. So it's, like, supposed to be great, but he's like, there has to be a catch. Yeah. Yeah. And... Well, um, the catch is no fat people. Anyways, I couldn't couldn't fit into a society. Literally couldn't fit. No, I can't. You'd be fine down there, Joel. Absolutely. Just line me up on that conveyor belt. Put the food directly into my mouth. I'm not joking. I want that food. Look real Uh, good. I gotta say, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The the Insta menu. Yeah. Except for lobster. I'm just not interested in lobster. Uh, never had it? Never. I don't have a desire for it. Mm. I think they should just stay under the sea. Don't you like not like seafood? Yeah, I don't. Okay. I think they all should just chill in the ocean. It's a good thing I got those two frozen fish things there. Uh-uh. I guarantee I'll you. eat those. Sarah doesn't like them either. That's for you, Joel. Mm. You keep them. Fish. I thought the Asian actor was going to have more of a role in this. Yeah. In the beginning, in the sub part. Absolutely. Like, I thought he had lines, he was talking about stuff, and then he seemed to sort of fade out into a background character with the guy yeah. that was the leader of Latitude Zero oh, yeah. taking over, and... The reporter guy became the, the main reporter. character. Yeah. Which I was a little disappointed by because I didn't Same really here. like his character as much. Mm. Yeah, he kept butting in on everything, like, like you know, just well, why don't you let the and guys saying things that were inappropriate the yeah. whole time, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is like, oh, this is very, you know, hey, Doctor. Uh, I was Doctor Tashiro, who was, uh, yeah. I don't know though. I think he kind of got it in the end. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like oh. all of his wisecracking led to some sort of. Conclusion. What are you talking so about, the reporter? Yeah. 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 I mean, they at least made him, tricked him to think that he was crazy. <laughs> to, That's what I'm saying. Like, the they end. were putting up with him just so they could, like, do, they could pull this. What, a practical joke yeah. on him? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I guess so. <laughs> well, if you think about it, the, Fr- the French guy and the Japanese guy both stayed in this. Well, never, I'm getting way ahead of myself here. Mm-hmm. By the way, the uh, French guy, uh, Dr. Masson, is played by Masumi Okada. So I, I thought that guy. Looked Japanese, not not French. Maybe he's French Japanese, Joel. Oh, that makes sense. No, it doesn't, Aaron. No, no. Fair enough. So the reason why they have to go on an adventure is because there's a Nobel Prize winning scientist and his daughter, very important, are going to join their society. So they're taking it. They're taking a cruise uh, from Japan. (laughs) Oh my god. Mm Hmm. Another parallel to the life aquatic. Yep. The kidnapping. Yep. Yep. There's kidnapping from a ship. Yeah. And they take they take him and his daughter someplace. And we get introduced to the most important characters in the movie, the Batman. Oh my god. So it, we're walking we're cruising along, we're watching this movie. Everybody looks like a human being. Oh, it's so perfectly far. yeah, perfectly normal. Everyone is human. They may be wearing costumes and stuff, but it's it's still normal faces. A little yep. scantily clad. Then these two heads pop up <laughs> that are like some kind of crazy creature bat mixed thing suits. Yeah. 
it's pretty out there. They're chirping at everyone. Yeah, they're screaming their dinosaur screams or whatever, but yeah, these, uh, I don't know what to say about these, uh, costumes here. I don't... Would you guys consider this the second act of the movie? Right right at that point, would you say that's when things... Yes, that's, I mean, the second act, yeah, I feel like is, yeah, when they, when they say, oh, the scientist, that's when it starts. Yeah, oh, the scientist, okay. The inclusion of the Nobel Peace winning uh, mm-hmm. uh, guy who becomes kidnapped is the beginning yeah. of the second act. Because yeah. then at that point, it, it turns from kind of like, exp- like a, you know, disaster, I guess, flick to right. the adventure flick. Right, yeah. And that's when we get into the, bas- the bat people. Our, our our little Asian uh, dominatrix lady has. Uh, I, I hope this. No one's offended. I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> I, no, please, dominatrix, write in today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, Joel, I don't think I want that. <laughs> anyway, she's. Can you, uh, can you be a little more specific about uh, who you want to write in? <laughs> whatever you like. That's Aaron Cornelius Butts <laughs> at Gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get this Gmail now, you know. Yeah, I know. Oh boy, oh no. boy. <laughs> yeah, so she's uh she's failed Caesar Romero for the last time, so uh at first he, he pretends that they're gonna they're gonna have some smooching going on and he locks her in a room where a cage dramatically falls on her. <laughs> like mousetrap the board game, yep. it just drops yeah, from yeah, the ceiling yeah. right onto her. Yep. Yeah, I feel like he was just trying to scare her to get her to react behind the closed door so that it would scare the scientist and his daughter. Like, what on earth could he have done? Oh, oh, I'll show you. I'll show you. Comically large cage on top of her. No, stay in this room. My gosh, it's so good. It's so good. It's what I want from my supervillains. You know, this is what I I want. I guess she wasn't familiar with that particular room. Like, uh, like, well, two well, of these are bedrooms, and one of these is the cage room. The question mark room. I mean, he's been around for hundreds of years, so he probably just, you know, tinkers all the time with right. his rooms, right? That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it's a pleasure chamber. Other times it's a cage room. I mean, I, you could do anything. You could create, you know, a... A candy room. <laughs> I <laughs> just, that could have been door number three. I decided room. to make a candy Friendly room. Friendly creature. What for? <laughs> Scary creature room. Yeah. <laughs> I need more mutants. <laughs> what the heck, though? These bats. These bat creatures. And the daughter straight up faints. Like, her character is supposed to just go, you know, swoon when she sees them. Well, they are pretty scary. Like, seriously, if I saw these guys, I'd probably be like... (laughs) I'd be shocked if I saw that. It's unlike anything I've ever seen in real life. Yeah, I think their their response is definitely appropriate in yeah. this in this scenario. If a bat creature comes up and grabs you, you're gonna scream. <laughs> I don't care where you are, what your mentality is, how much training you've had, military or non military or anything. A bat creature grabs you, you're gonna scream. 
like the evil monkeys from yeah. Wizard oh, of yeah. Oz. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I, it's probably like a deep, a deep seated uh, evolutionary <laughs> thing, you know? Freaking bat creature attacks you, you're gonna scream. I'm sorry. Mm. I would have been scared if those guys came up to me and they were just in costume. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if what it was, the heck is if it going was just, on here? <laughs> just dudes cosplaying. I'd be like, you guys are freaking. Me. <laughs> Happening, you can't grab me right now. I don't like scare it. Scare me. Well, you know, at first they got them behind bars, so it's just like, look how scary these guys are. Oh, I fainted. You know, olive oil. And then late, like I was like, oh, they like they're gonna tease them, like they're gonna let them loose. It's like, no, no. He just opens the door, and all of a sudden they're henchmen. <laughs> like, yep. Wait, they're well trained. So Batman. they're sentient. Yep. Yeah, you know what? I think they had brains in them. Yep. Human brains. I think they're they took a people and they put a bato. <laughs> they plus a, <laughs> one human brain plus one bat body. It's, I mean, it's not the first time <laughs> a creature that would normally be small mm. was large enough. For the best this. kind of math, Sarah. The best kind of math. Oh wait! All he had to do was use that that. That's what I'm saying. That formula to increase the size. Yep. Well, they were the tiny bats before. Right. He could have enlarged them if he wanted to. Caesar Romero loved those tiny bats. Oh yeah, he, could he not did. Stop smiling. That was the joy of his life. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel a little bit of the Joker was coming out of him in that moment. <laughs> what am I doing in this scene? Oh, just 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 smile. <laughs> oh, okay. So good. <laughs> so good. If there was some way that I could replicate that, like make that an animated GIF of just bats moving with Caesar Romero smiling behind them, that would just be like everywhere all the time. That was some real acting because it wasn't like he started off smiling. At first, he uh-uh. was like, and What's then he realized, oh, oh, chaos. Yes. Oh, <laughs> some people just want to see the web back. No. So after the bat creature men. Dr. Moreau type things. Mm-hmm. I was pretty happy. And Me too. Excited about that. <laughs> then he takes us to the next room. Right. Oh, it goes. It goes up to the next level at this point, right? Right. Well, now yeah. we're in, yeah, the operator room, right? Yeah. No, yeah, but but the, it was the reveal hole, the surgery room, the yeah. surgery room dude. <laughs> this is when it goes up to the next level. Like, yeah, what's oh. behind door number one, Joel and Sarah? <laughs> What's behind it? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I think I blanked out. What is, what? Oh, yeah, there was a moment where you, where you, were, you were you were convulsing you, you a little like bit. Dropped <laughs> yeah, you dropped something. Yeah, you were convulsing Dude, a little bit. Like, wait, My mouth was foaming. Wait, wait, <laughs> so you looked a little bit like the kid from The Shining there for a moment, Joel. Just <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what's happening? Tony. <laughs> It's, uh, okay, okay, I really have to tell you what was okay. behind the door. <laughs> all right, all right. This little movie called Quincy's Quest. Oh! And in that movie, <laughs> Quincy goes to a jungle scene. Okay. And at the jungle scene, there is a lion. There's a man in a lion costume. Yeah? And I think, I'm pretty sure it was the same lion. <laughs> man in lion costume. Yeah, I don't want to be the lion. It's not a lion. A lion is scary, but it's a person lion costume. Oh, it is, it's a guy on his on all fours. And the, this thing's got a moving mouth. 
I thought maybe it was a machine. Maybe I loved it was it. a puppet or something, but it was it I think it was a man in a lion well, costume. Oh man. <laughs> if you guys are interested in a puppet behind door number two. Oh, <laughs> We Sam have, the uh, Eagle, right? <laughs> it's a condor. Clash of the Titans, bird. Yeah. <laughs> that, giant, that giant vulture. Giant vulture puppet machine behind door number two. And they seem like two separate creatures that are just happy living their own lives. Mm-hmm. But, They're just hanging out. But... Uh, <laughs> But we got that we got that little lady strapped to a table. Yes. And the mad scientist bad guy he's turned mad scientist. Once we get into the surgery, we find out he's creating these creatures. We don't know what his intentions are, but he's tinkering around making things. And he explains that he's gonna put the brain of the dominatrix <laughs> into the lion's body. I'm glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> yes, he's he's gonna he's gonna show that Nobel winning prize prize winning doctor what real science looks like. So, yes, yeah. I kind of did not like what was going on there because it was like. They, 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 you know, they, uh, they gas the lion and put yeah. him on the table. But the whole time, the lion is still moving around. Yeah, like, uh, he, yeah, the idea that it probably felt all yeah. of this that was going on, not cool. I'm gonna, I have to do brain surgery while it's still conscious or Mm-mm. whatever, like that. Yeah, and you're the not. Way you're the way he just kind of threw the sponge that was the brain. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> zing. I don't need this anymore. Woo. I take one brain out, put one brain in. It's as easy as <laughs> that. The way it works. I'm a doctor. <laughs> it's science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know why he thought that was going to work. I don't. Well, I mean, like, it did work. Well, no, well, no, oh, no, no. You're right. You're right. Uh, let me let me reiterate my 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 statement. I don't know why he thought that putting the brain of somebody that he captured into this thing. <laughs> Was gonna work out in his in his favor. He's got hundred. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. Yeah. Somebody who did not like him. Yeah. Well, the bats listened to him, but well, maybe that took time. I don't know. I, I mean, they could be trained or coerced. Yeah. Like, like he decided that this lady and this lion and this vulture creature combined yeah. were going to become his ultimate soldier in the span of like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> he decided to also cut off the wings of the bird and sew them onto the lion. But like, I'm not trying to diss his plan because I, I thought it was pretty. Like, as far as like the mad scientist level of this, like it's it's such high concept that I'm I'm so I'm so pleased I saw you know I, I, I was seeing it unfold in front of me. But I think that he, he was lacking. Uh, the motivation. I think this creature was lacking. He the, didn't think it through. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> yeah. was like this was like oh, oh, my my worst enemy is coming to my front door. Quick, what's the what's the closest thing I can put together? Real quick, lion lion lady with wings. Check. Let's do it. Surely she's still not angry about what how could she be mad at me a couple hours ago? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna work out. Yeah. I'll make it three times as big because I can do that too. I mean, might as well. Man, I got this thing lying around that makes things three <laughs> times as big. Maybe he wasn't into her, but he was into the lion. Oh. I think he might have been into things other than ladies 
Or humans. So, Copy that. Yes. <laughs> Copy that. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows what his agenda was. It seemed like, you know... I think he just wanted to... He wanted to be mean. Yeah. He was an evil scientist. Mix stuff up. I mean, he wanted to get the, the some sort of vaccine from oh, yeah. this, this guy. Like, I don't know if he was... Maybe he wanted to alter it. Perhaps it would be yeah. the key to something, uh, some some part of his grand scheme as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was an explanation as to why he was not allowed into latitude zero. Into yeah, there, and that's like he was trying to find a way to get back in or something. Oh, like so that. perhaps using the using the uh, Nobel win, winning prize scientist knowledge mm-hmm. that he was going to like drill out of his head. Yeah, remember he had that drill. Oh yeah, that's what he was. He was threatening. He was going to. I could take your memory straight out of your brain. Yep. Come the memory banks, <laughs> <laughs> like they're. <laughs> Like there's volumes in a library you can just pull out. All he needs to get through is that safe. That safe of his skull to get the valuable information. (laughs) I handled that lion's brain. I can handle your brain, no problem. (laughs) Throw it in the air. Well, I I think the key of this all is time. Uh, Him and his adversary, Cesar Romero and his adversary, both have hundreds of years to figure out the secrets of of science and, and, and... and uh, and the secrets of unlocking and brain swapping, brain swapping. Yes. Mm. What if it turns out that the reason they've been alive for so long is that they swap their brains into new bodies? Whoa, whoa. No. Oh. I don't think they did that. I think that's what happened because th- that also explains why the uh, trampolines are there because you got to get the blood back into the brain. I'm, I'm here in latitude zero. <laughs> the script being formed right now, Joel. Mm. <laughs> it's my uh, it's my sci- Joel Torres, my sci-fi network uh, TV series. It's gonna yeah. be you know reveal the dark secret. Uh, send your hot tips to uh, Joel's butt uh, uh, at don't give out Joel's my butt. personal email <laughs> dot com at email at email dot com dot <laughs> Joel's butt at aol dot com. Oh, there we go. There we go. It probably exists. <laughs> Probably does. That guy's going to be like, I haven't got an email in years. Oh, no. <laughs> Latitude <Yeah>. zero. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, that's, I mean, the, the so this is all happening. Our team has to get ready to go. So the, the captain back on Latitude zero is like, I'm going to need at least three men. Who should I take with me? <laughs> yeah. And the, the three the three amigos are like, we'll go because we've got nothing else to do. And the doctor's like, I need to go too. And he's like, okay, but you got to stay on the ship because you're a woman. Yeah, the subtext there. I mean, it wasn't very subtext. It was pretty in your face. It was just text. It, it was, was. It was. <laughs> In your face. Either he didn't really want her to come, or he was afraid of her getting hurt. But either way, she was she was uh, meant to stay on ship. Yeah, and and like it's good that she was on the ship because she had to like lower it and raise it at least. Like she wasn't just like helpless or something like that. That's one thing I could say about this. Like that lady doctor did not end up in the damsel in distress situation. I think they they saved it all for the uh, scientist's daughter, you know, who wasn't actually a character other than fainting and, and going. Ah. Yeah, she got a bad rap. What the the, the scientist doctor or daughter, daughter or the doctor? Yeah, she got a bad rap in mm. this. 
kept fainting. That the Cesar Romero was getting pissed off, and he's yeah. like, "No, make her watch." Mm. And that bat creature grabbed her right in the, you know. I, yeah, there was some gropes. Yep, accidental or not, I don't. I don't you, know. You know, he was wrestling with her, and then he went for the other thing. And I don't uh, something like that does not look accidental. I was a. Uh, I was definitely interpreting some of the screeches from those poor bat creatures as existence as pain. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live! Yeah, I got that too. <laughs> Why must I feel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, this was pretty entertaining. And I kind of just, we couldn't believe it after we saw this cr- these creatures being made. I mean, one creature. <laughs> the other things. All those other creatures. Um... And then it kind of, it kind of goes in a different direction. It like follows them getting off the ship and arriving there in all gold. Yep, all gold with the new power gloves with That's gold right. accents. Mm-hmm. Gold, 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 mm. and and bathing caps in wh- gold. Levitation packs or whatever. What were they called? They had them? some jet packs that were firing straight into their crotches. Yeah. <laughs> But that's okay because they they put well, they on bathed that in invincibility invincibility star. potion. Yeah, they one up mushroom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then one of them, they see they see some creatures, rats. Yeah. They see some rats. Well, see, yeah. Once they, see they the glowing once, eyes. Yeah. Once they get to the bloodstone, I think the island was called or something like that. They they have to beat the different levels. Like the first level is. Uh, was it traps? Magnets. Remember? Oh, yeah. Like, their, their belts were, were being... We're like, keeping them oh, there. Get, get yeah. up. Luckily, the guy who doesn't speak any English is super strong. And pulled them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that may have been my favorite character, that guy, because he was he was very helpful, and his foot was almost melted off by acid. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I liked that, too. I did like... Well, I only felt bad that he could only... His, his uniform was apparently just a vest. Yep. <laughs> he was dressed like a genie. <laughs> he was dressed, yeah. chains between the vests. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It was like a vest with chains. No, I mean, he may have enjoyed that yeah. attire, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just, everyone else got to wear shirts, you know. Yeah. No, not this guy. <laughs> not that dude. Yeah. Mean, maybe he was so strong, maybe he just didn't, maybe he tore shirts Oh, yeah, he, 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 he was a regular shirt and it just he's tore off. a wrestler. Off. Yeah. yeah, he's like the Hulk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is a lot of perhapsing, but I, I <laughs> just got this. But I, I like where this we're new going. shirt, Linda. Yes. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they escape the magnet trap, and yep. then there's an avalanche trap, and uh, one of the the, the uh, our our Asian doctor actually gets clobbered by these things, by these rocks, but they pull him out, and he's like, "Hey, that didn't hurt at all." Because they're invincible. <laughs> Punch me in the face. <laughs> How far t- is this going? They hit that star block. That music was irritating. It kept playing. Oh, speak. Oh, I forgot one thing about the music. Go for it. To go go for back it. to the original submarine fight. Mm-hmm. The music that was playing, and then it went back to the Alf- ship alpha. Oh, the music was yeah. quiet, <laughs> but it was still in the background. The music was still like, playing. Wait a minute. Like high tension music, and then like. Is this diagetic? Quieter, muffled by the interior of the music. Yeah, (laughs) turn down the music. I gotta hear the meters. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, we're good. Turn back. <laughs> I gotta say, the alpha's like control panel, beautiful. Like all the flashing yeah. lights that were they were going in syn- synchronous flashes. Yeah. Oh, man. reminded me of another movie that I'm gonna make a pick called mm. Planet of the Vampires. Oh yeah, you showed me a clip of that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, lots and lots of that good stuff. Or movie we watched recently, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, man. It's got all kinds of doodads. I found a pretty sweet cover of the, of the song of that from that movie, by the way. I'll send you guys. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I want that, Aaron. Oh, it's... Get out of my house. It'll go in all your Christmas mixes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, guys. This was a fun podcast. Uh-huh. I'm ha- happy about all the years I spent with both of you. Listeners write in today. Aaron should stay. <laughs> uh, Aaron should stay at butts.joel. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> should stay in butts. <laughs> At butts.jewel. <laughs> now I have to buy butts.jewel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no one's, no one's going to listen to our podcast anymore. <laughs> I know I've turned it off. <laughs> So after the avalanche, (laughs) that's when we run into the rats. Yes. The rodents of unusual size. Oh my gosh. Those poor guys. Those poor guys in those suits. I could like see them struggling. Like they were they were men. Full grown men in suits, like rats, but on all fours. (laughs) And you could see, like, where. (laughs) (laughs) These poor men. And they were, like, bending their limbs, and you could see it through the costume. And they're, like, rearing up, like they're. But the zipper, you could see, like, where they got in the suits. That's that's the problem with these high quality transfers of movies. All of a sudden, we're like, wait a minute, that one over there is filing his taxes. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, they're they're very they're frightened of these rats. You know? Well, they they're giant. That's these true. Are giant they rats. are. They're long tails. Prehensile. I, I would only assume if if they got in close proximity combat, but but they came equipped with power gloves mm-hmm. with yep. flamethrowers. Flamethrowers. Of great power. There's some sort of gas thing that I don't think they actually nah, used. No, they never used it. Oh, that was another level. They ran level. through the gas. Yeah. They had to like get through the gas level, and yep. then they led the rats into it. Yep. And it turns out the rats are immune to gas. Mm-mm. But you know what they're not immune to? Flamethrowers. Wrist flamethrower. Mm-mm. Just individual finger. Oh, finger yeah, yeah. flamethrower. Yeah, there was like a puppet finger shooting flames out or whatever. <laughs> oh, we didn't... The marionettes! Ah, uh, we didn't... Oh, <laughs> the marionettes! Because we're about to get to the good, oh, good oh, marionette okay, part. Okay, okay, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. In their attempt to escape, they run down and there's a huge, like, lake of, like, purple acid or whatever, like... Uh, yeah, Kool-Aid yeah. acid. Yeah. Purple Kool-Aid acid with some, like... See, dry ice in it. Yeah, that's what yeah. Super Mario Odyssey was was uh, inspired by. You know, oh. we're talking about that pink boiling acid thing. Sarah didn't think it was realistic. Well, oh, latitude zero. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, Case in point. <laughs> and our, our guys tries to stick his foot in it to see if they can survive with their impervious <laughs> skin. 
and his his it's too painful his boot melts off and then he accidentally drops his levitation pack in there. Oh no. So So they have to cross cross hands. You two grab him on the side <laughs> and then for some reason the other two will grab you on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do they do like a chorus line. <laughs> <laughs> and they all they all lift the <laughs> one singular sensation. And their arms are like hanging. They're, they're, kind, they're kind of moving. <laughs> it's like a poor little dummy's like tied to a. <laughs> like, like the Thunderbirds or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but just just for a second. I, admit, I must admit, though, you don't see any wires. You don't see any wires in this scene. No. In this particular scene, no wires. So I was I was impressed. No, it looks, it looks great. But it, it looks good. But it's also very obvious that it's, it's puppets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all, you know, they're all, their legs are all swaying in the same. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. They make it across, and those those rats, they just don't care. They got to get that. They got to get it. So they all jump into the acid. They were so hungry, Joel. (laughs) R.I.P. rats. They were so hungry. You saw the bones. Mm -hmm. We saw the bones. Oh, there were tons of bones. Tons of bones. They ate several. How many many people have been on this island trying to... Hey, I I get the feeling if you've been alive for over 400 years, you probably have a couple enemies here and there. I think the captain... The sleeping gas rat (laughs) trap is probably the one thing that'll take care of him. Captain, whatever his name is, has brought several crews there before. It's like, oh, they always end up dying. Lord other people there. Oh, the dark side of our hero. This time I've got this time I've got all gold suits. (laughs) Oh, I guess you're right though. But but you know, through every mistake we have, we learn, we we grow, we develop more. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like I've got one teleportation thing to put me back on the ship. Just we're not seeing his first adventure. You're right. Mm. You're right. He's a man who has been. I mean, they've been fighting for, you know, whatever centuries or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. He seems pretty confident with his ability to be able to persevere in this uh, situation they're in. And if I were them, I would not feel that way. But I think he feels good because he's got the guys with him. He's got the gear. Um, yeah, bro. You see a bunch of bones. And at that moment, if I were the other guys, I'd probably be kind of like, We've already, like, risked our lives a bunch, and this could still happen to us. <laughs> like, who are these guys? Nobody. <laughs> bunch of dog tags. Never saw them before. <laughs> Kicks the, yeah, dog tags away. Whoops. Uh-uh. That's latitude two. <laughs> not, not related. So the dominatrix lion bird creature. That's well, a griffin now, right? It's been enlarged and it's just kind of perched on a mountain. Yeah, this is Cesar Romero's plan. Yeah, he thought he wanted he them thought, to eat as them. As soon as I do it, it's going to be fine. Mm-mm. And uh, he's got he's got the doctor strapped to the table, ready to ready to do his business on that brain. Mm-hmm. And our our heroes show up just in time. How do they get in again? They come in through the front door? 
Uh, yeah, that, the cave door or whatever. The, the most disappointing part of this, and I think even for Cesar Romero, is the fact that they all walk through the front door. Yeah, and he's surprised, even though he's been watching minute per minute, second per second of their advancement, <laughs> luring them into each of his traps, only for them to actually just walk through his front door. Well, the lady, the lady was watching it at first, and mm-hmm. then he accidentally stabbed her. Yeah, the lady that was mm. with him. Yep. Who seemed to be totally different from everybody else in this world. Yeah, yeah. she was, uh... No kidding. Her just, style just and her, Lucretia. like, everything. Yeah, Lucretia. Oh. Mm. oh. In the Adventure Zone. That's I right. Guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Not a very common name in fiction. No. Lucretia. Yeah. Stands out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they're wrestling. They're wrestling with bats. They're wrestling with the uh, other bats. It, there's some chaos going on. As Sarah mentioned, absolutely. But he he is just, he takes a moment to just be, to take it in and be so happy. <laughs> well, that's after, after, after all she the, dies too. the yeah. laser has been used on the big bats. Yes. Uh-huh. That's when, I don't know, like, uh, does the doorway close or something like that? But all those other little bats suddenly come out of nowhere. All it's these- like they were up in the top I, or yeah. something? I'm a little surprised that he didn't keep just a couple of normal henchmen around, mm. like a, a couple normal muscles. Well, he know? did, but he kept like going. But maybe I could put his brain into an animal. <laughs> that person. <laughs> I uh, think so. Maybe that's what the carcasses were. Oh, up there. Uh, yeah, oh, get rid of the human bodies. For they serious. don't need them the bodies out okay. after he mm. does the mutation. Feed them to his giant rats. Those those rats are probably. Oh, though they might be people too. Yeah, dumb uh, people because they jump in the acid. But yeah, well. Who knows how much of their mind have been lost over the years? Yeah, how many how many years have they been rats? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a bunch of smeagles, Okay, they don't know any better. Chasing after that ring, better give me that ring, boy. Okay. I need an explanation, Joel, but it's probably a later time. I'm just saying, if, if, if has anyone made the analogy between Gollum and somebody who wants to get married or get engaged really bad? Probably oh. right. Probably. Wow. Like a a Lord of the Rings themed (laughs) engagement party. (laughs) I loved him so much I bit his finger off. Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) Boom. (sighs) Okay. uh, Yeah. So, yeah, Cesar Romero takes his chance. He runs off after his lady love has has been stabbed and she uh, quite dramatically crumbles into like cement dust. Like, that that was was cool. Mm hmm. I don't know how that was done. I, I frankly, I want to meet someone someday who worked on this. I don't know if they're still living, but it'd be amazing to talk to someone about that scene. Wow. I want to do that. I want to know that. Like, I want to make that and like collapse it. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It was so cool looking. Just, just crumbled in on itself. Like, uh, what's the third Indiana Jones movie? Oh, Last the Last Crusade. Crusade. Right? Yeah. It's like dust. Mm. It kind of reminded me of, like, at the beach when the sand gets wet and there's that layer that's, like, brittle. Yeah. And if you step on it, like, it suddenly it, it crushes. Yeah. Without any resistance. Yeah. But I think maybe this was something that you could burn and it would just stay in a form. Or maybe they used a mold to make it or something. Ash or something? Maybe. Yeah. It was I was thinking cool. of, like, the way the, you know, those uh, snakes... Things that, that, you know, it looks like a solid thing, but as soon as you pick it up, it crumbles right away. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're they're masters, obviously. They they know really cool. what they were doing. Uh, yeah, Caesar goes down. He escapes through a porthole, and uh, he thinks he's gonna be okay. Yeah. He's he's very disappointed that his griffin monster just appears to be sleeping on a cliffside, though. At this point, I thought his plan was going to be that he was going to try to get onto the uh, Alpha mm. and perhaps sabotage mm. his submarine. Yeah, because... I thought that, naturally, yeah. I mean, he's... The captain is away from his ship. Might as well try to sabotage his ship, right? The right. only one who was on there is that lady, you know? That, that would have been the... Th- I feel like the more generic thing just to, yeah. to be like, well, I'll trick this woman and I'll take the alpha. Yeah. But no, they, they all get out. Yeah. And, uh. They jetpack away at that point too. Right. First they take the, first they take the professor back. Sure. And uh, his daughter. Okay. Drop him off. And then they, they go back for some reason. What's that? <laughs> you do another chorus line. Yeah. yeah another chorus line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're floating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? Those marionette people need to be paid, all right? Yeah. They need jobs just like everyone else. Right. Okay? I spent hours making this marionette. All right, we'll use it. <laughs> Jeez. See, no, we got the little gold honest, costume. Honestly, what I thought was the budget thing and that they were like, okay, we need, we, we got to finish this movie. We need more creatures. So, what creatures do you guys have in that closet from your last movie? Oh, yeah. And it was like, okay, a lion. Check lion. Check rat. Bird, a lion bird. (laughs) Rats. uh, Bat creatures. Check. Yep. Godzilla? No, can't use Godzilla. No, 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 no. Not this movie. I don't think so. But, um, yeah, I got the impression that they were kind of piecemealing together what oh, yeah. this last part was going to be. Yeah. Um, they got those awesome, awesome subs, you know. We gotta, well, if you think about it, this is supposed to be an American-Japanese film. Right. And then suddenly the Americans are like, eh, got, yeah. don't got the money. Yeah. So I think Toho was like, well, F you. We're going to make this amazing <laughs> yeah. regardless of what's going on. Yeah, and here you go here you with go. the kaiju-ish Why movie. hasn't the American <laughs> punched more people? Mm, it's our movie, that's why. <laughs> Can we talk about the number two on the black uh, on the black sub? What the number two dude? Somebody takes a poop on. No, oh, the dude with the mustache. mustache. Oh, I mean, he kind of. Can we dude. just talk about him for a moment? Yeah. Because the there gladiator. are a couple. He made me happy. Yeah, me too. I mean, he, was, he had he had the dominatrixes back. He had a, he had a then, presence. And then when when uh, when the Joker takes over, he's got his back. You know. Yep. You can yep. always count on him. It just my favorite part was when he was. When Cesar Romero was finally in the the black shark submarine, and mm-hmm. he's just he's just uh you know up on deck and out of nowhere, he just kind of pops yep. up behind him. Mm-hmm. I, first, mm-hmm. I just it it I needed that. <laughs> I needed that in my life, and it was there. I'm here. <laughs> and they're sticking their head out of the top. You mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. It's like uh, go do this, and the other guy stays behind. And then he starts like laughing. Yep. And then right before it cuts, you see the the other henchman smile, like he's gonna yeah, join in, and like, then it cuts I'm away. Here. Like no, no, no. Like uh, should I should I laugh too? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a good part. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, they're not gonna let them get away. Mm-mm. They turn on some super magnets once everybody's on the alpha, and get they get stuck. And uh, you know, that's what he tells him. He tells him, go go activate the laser, which I don't think was a 
problem before. I, I, well, I mean, they weren't using a laser out of the black shark before. They used it once. Mm. They used the laser once, and it was to destroy oh, yeah. the duplicate sub. That's right. At the begin- during the initial submarine uh, And they chase. had to warm it up then, too. Which still, I just want to mention, surprised me that this movie opened with a submarine chase. I thought they were going to build up to it, but no. You, yeah. They were just like, in your face, here you go. Yeah. It'd be cool if we could get like models of both of those ships and like make yeah, them. that'd be awesome. Because they're cool looking on the outside. So sweet. Mm. You know what I was just thinking? There's another similarity between this and... Santa Claus and the Martians. Yes, Santa Claus conquers the Martians. The polar bear. I forgot about the polar bear. That was a dude in a suit, too. (laughs) I forgot about that awesome. They didn't have a budget for a lion. They had to use a polar bear. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. That's, it's, I mean, when you think about that comparison, I don't know if the Toho costumes are better than the polar bear costume. But I liked the Toho better in those better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Me too, for sure. It's better than Quincy's Quest altogether. It doesn't... <laughs> oh, wow, Joel. The costume wow. in Quincy's Quest is terrible. Come on. <laughs> but this is this is a side of you I haven't heard before. You champion this movie, Joel. Oh, I love that movie up and down. But uh, it's it's not, not the best looking. <laughs> Surprised you haven't petitioned for the, uh, the, the Blu-ray release of uh, Quincy's Quest. What are you talking about? I have. Oh. Shut up. I I didn't get the email from Joel Joel dot butts dot Quincy's Quest Dominatrix dot Toho Dominatrix Lion. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to ride that joke to the end. Yeah, yeah. So the but okay. So the Alpha is stuck against the mountain. Yes, magnets because they're the ready to charge the laser. Mm-hmm. And that's when the captain is like. Let's use the thing that I had added before we left that hasn't been tested yet. The untested? Like, oh, it hasn't been tested. That's what I just said. Activated anyways. And they do, and it turns out he's added a jet flying device to it. (gasps) It's it's actually a twist I didn't see coming. Oh, the flying sub? Yes. Like, it's already floats, it goes underwater. Let's get it flying, why not? Yeah, and then it very slowly flies <laughs> along a ma- a edge of the mountain. We're gonna build it up for drama. While the laser tries to hit it, slowly shooting right behind it each time. Yep. While a very patient winged lion watches, <laughs> watches all a this going on. lion crisscrossing its paws, resting. <laughs> Lying in wait. Just wait yeah. for it. <laughs> I was just created. I'm going to sit here for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted from that brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they keep trying to laser Don't it. make me do things today. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, the day I've had. I'll tell you about it later. Scientist, and, and I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't get it. They can't. They can't hit the alpha. The alpha's too fast. You're right. And Caesar was like, "You dummy! I'll do it myself." He kicks off that number two that we all like. Yeah, he was good. I don't like saying the number two. Well, I don't. Anyway, what do you want to call him? The henchman number two? No, he's that he's, he's, the, he's the number two. That's fine. Or should I anyway. say? Should I say? Should I say number <laughs> one? Call him the banana or whatever. The Riker. Number one. The Riker. 
mm-hmm. of, of, of... You know why he's called number one? Because he's Picard's number one fan. Oh. No? I thought it was... <laughs> oh, well, I, was, I was thinking more of, like, the Batman movie. Like, you're my number one guy. You. You. I'm a number one guy. Number yeah. one. <laughs> Ooh. We're punchy. Ooh, remix. What? Maybe it's this monster energy, energy drink brought to you by Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, the for thing <laughs> <laughs> We're not being sponsored by Ubisoft. Or Ubisoft. Or Ubisoft. Oh my god. And the, uh, the thing about this laser targeting thing is that even though they use like a scope to think, to, to do it, mm-hmm. there's also like a huge, large viewing screen. And all of a sudden, our, our friend who's been taking a nap on that cliff decides this is the best time to go down there and cause some trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, by the way, there, uh, the black shark is, is so busy trying to catch up to, the Alpha it doesn't realize that it's also caught in the magnet trap. Oh, no! And so it gets stuck against the side. The Griffin takes its chance and, and flies towards the screen a couple of times. I was thinking, did they were they going to do this in 3D at one point or something like that? I don't... I mean, it's, I it's not cool enough to be in 3D. No, no. But eventually, it just crashes into it. No! Taking its revenge as... I mean, I'm sure you guys thought that, like, of course that's what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. couldn't expect her to be happy <laughs> oh, that no. that happened. Thank you for sparing my life and putting my brain into a lion with wings. Maybe all the other creatures reacted that way. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't there. Perhaps his other minions are more subservient. Mm. I don't know. It like dumbed them down or something. Yeah. Like that. And I, I, maybe there's like a, there's like a very important part of the brain surgery process that he makes them like his slaves that he just bypassed with this one. Overconfident. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, I think it really was just the amount of time that he had to make this creature. That's true. Uh, yeah. Not, not planned out very quickly. He had about 40 minutes before <laughs> <laughs> SEAL Team 6 showed up or whatever they're called. <laughs> Before he needed to make the the griffin he, like do something the after dude, surgery, dude didn't have the time to bake a potato. You know, there's no way that he was going to be able to train it. Yeah, Mm-mm. I can either bake this potato or do brain surgery. Uh, I guess I'll eat later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, as the alpha is going away, that ship is destroyed, and I think the laser accidentally hits all the, the dynamite that was secretly hidden under the evil lair, and, and a whole bunch of explosions. Beautiful. Beautifully done. Yeah. Very cool looking. The rock or whatever that the island was made of reminded me of, like, something I made in science oh, as a kid. Cool. Cool. I used to have these, like, old tiny science books, like, from the 50s when I was a kid, and nice. I would just do experiments for fun. And one of them um, was making, like, crystals on things, mm. like, creating, like, a reaction with certain, yeah, like, with pennies and stuff and different things. And I remember building something, like, out of a crystal that looked, like, to me, the way this island looked. Nice. So when they were breaking it and doing stuff with it later, I was, like, it looked kind of like the structure that could be broken to me, but... Um, My science experiment? No! That's cool. 
That was the one I did before I started transferring human brains and yes. other things. I, I figured in your 1950s science, science uh, experiment <laughs> books that that was the next volume. They said I was mad. After creating awesome cliff sets. <laughs> I'll show them. Step yeah. two, brain surgery. Mm. Makes sense to me. Me too. Yeah, now we're winding up. Uh, Alpha gets back to LZ. Doctor's happy. Uh, our, our Asian doctor friend hooks up with the the, doc- oh. the, the doctor's daughter. Oh. I guess the Nobel Prize winning doctor's daughter. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a Nobel winning prize scientist, I mean, wouldn't you want to live in an ideal society? Yes. That sounds pretty good. I mean, I'm not, and I still want to. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take... Oh, there we go. Sorry, let me reiterate. Doesn't take a Nobel winning... Scientists uh, to realize they won't take me though because I don't have anything to contribute to society. That's incorrect, Joel. Other than jokes about butt email addresses. (laughs) (laughs) Listener, write in today if you want some more butt email addresses. No, No? okay. No, it's good. It's good. This reminded me of that episode of Next Gen where they're like on the pleasure planet or whatever, the sexy planet. And and, Wesley uh, Wesley and they accidentally forget that they can't go on the grass or something. Yep. Wesley steps on the they're grass playing, like, or something. Catch or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is cool on this planet except don't go on that grass. That's right. right there. <laughs> you can have sex with anyone or anything you want, but don't touch that grass. Your ass is grass. Your ass is grass. Yeah. <laughs> you think they would have put up a couple more signs on that planet, Wesley? You know. <laughs> <laughs> they were like dressed kind of, you know, but they were original track. They were all wearing straps. They were wearing clothing. some original track stuff there, yeah. in my opinion. And a, a single bandolier or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then Riker's like, yeah, it looks good to me, baby. And they shoot Wesley. That's the last episode Wesley was in. He gets executed. It's really sad. They, so, uh, <laughs> I don't care about the prime directive, man. Uh, and, uh, by the way, the, the French, uh, doctor has, uh, uh, hooked up with our, our lady doctor friend. Yeah. And, uh, the journalist is ready to go home. He, he's got some diamonds. Oh yeah. We didn't discuss that. Did we? Nope. We didn't discuss. They, they've got wealth and it's useless to them. Oh, wait, that was kind of set up through all different, each act. Yeah. Because at the very beginning of the movie, he pulls out his pipe as if to light it in the bathosphere. Oh, yeah. And they were like, ha, ha, ha. Stupid, oh. stupid, not scientist. <laughs> stupid human. <laughs> Don't light your <laughs> pipe in here. In here, yeah. <laughs> I, I just have it out here because it's in my kit. And, stupid people. And then obviously. Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously by the time they make it to latitude zero mm-hmm. and he's like checking out the planners and he's like. This is, dude, this is diamonds, and he's and 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 our our captain, of course, is like, oh, but we just use those for cutting and things and tools. Yeah, have as many as you want. So he drops all of his pipe weed out of his little bag. Pipe weed fills it. <laughs> Tobacco. Annoying. That would be annoying if you had somebody over to your house and you had something that was kind of worth money that was just kind of sitting there. Yeah, and they were like. Is that that expensive thing that I've heard of before? Can I, can I just can I, have it? Can I have some of that? Like, it just seems kind of, like, rude, kinda, you know? Yeah. like Untactful. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. And this movie definitely paints that about this American. Yeah, it does. And it doesn't, like, later, like, apologize for it, really. It kind of... 
He's kind of given the lead role, even though he doesn't. He's not really a nice person. He's cowboyish, mm. in my opinion. Well, he's in over his head. Yeah, I feel. I feel it's very similar to Captain Nemo in that sense. That, or at least the Disney movie, uh-huh. where Captain Nemo has to deal with this puckish American sailor oh, who yeah. just who just won't toe the line mm-hmm. like the rest of Nemo's crew. This he's dude. This aggressive. dude's. Kind of, this dude's kind of taking that role, in my opinion. Yeah, but that was a man's man. This guy's, I don't know. He's fine. He was annoying. <laughs> in my opinion. They sent they, they sent him back. You know, he's got, uh, by the way, he was taking pictures the whole time. So, he's got, he's got photographic evidence, and he's going to show the world, even though the captain's like, we can't tell anybody about this place. Wink! The manual cameras in this were uh, amazing. I wanted the cameras. I wanted the bodies. I wanted the lenses. I wanted to shoot. I felt. I heard the clicks. It was nice. The yeah. ca- nice cameras in this movie. You reach into the screen and take those cameras for yourself. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on Instagram now that like is just things I follow that are like old classic manual cameras nice. like that, and yeah, get that aesthetic. Mm, that's nice. So what anyway, happens? What happens at the end? Comes to the surface. Yeah, there's like a weird flash of red. Oh, yeah. oh man! Oh yeah, he's he's, he's in a boat. He's like in a, he's in a raft. Boat. He's in a raft. He's waving. Hey, hey. He's dressed the way he was when he left the thing. The he's Red Ranger. Him. Yeah, he the Red Ranger in his little shorty shorts. Short, short, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, the most amazing wipe for some reason they saved the best for last because <laughs> all three of us were like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> Vanessa Williams. However, however, <laughs> there was importance in that wipe though, mm-hmm. as as random as it was, because it was supposed to throw the viewer into a certain <laughs> state of like, "What?" Because that's exactly what this American is getting as soon as he hops on board. Yep. He's kind of like, what's going on? He's like, but it was real, I tell ya. <laughs> like the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then these people walk in. And you were and there. You were and there. you were there, you were exactly. There. <laughs> and <laughs> and Toto. <laughs> people walk in who were from the underwater world and... <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner and... <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. No, no, no. First, first Joseph Cotton shows up, but he's dressed as a na- he's just as the Navy, whatever lieutenant. And he's like, he's got the aviator glasses you're, on. You're there. What's your name? Is like, well, it's blah blah. Same name as the other guy. I'm like, that's different. I, I I met a different man with a different name. It's like, okay, this guy's nutso. Like, uh, okay, take him, take him to the brig or whatever. Take him to the infirmary. And who should show up to take him to the infirmary but uh, Cesar Romero with a, a slightly smaller mustache. and Also like looking a, very yeah military. Yeah, exactly. They're all, they're Navy men, you know. So they, they take him away. Uh, he had his film developed and, of course, everything's blank. Saw that coming. And he's like, but, oh, I've got something else to show you. I've got all these diamonds. 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 But no, he's just he's got he's got old Toby, the best weed in the Shire. Is it the finest weed in the Shire? It's the finest, the finest weed in the Shire. 
It's like a dry pile of tobacco falls out. It's like bigger than he ever had in the first place. Yeah, this guy's prepared. If I get stuck on an island, I want to have plenty of tobacco, I guess. Yeah. Maybe maybe he stuffs his pipe all the way full every time. I don't know. He's addicted. He's an excessive pipe weed smoker. Mm-hmm. So he's now he's pretty sure he's going crazy. They they take him away to the infirmary. It's not looking good. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they get him. Uh, someone sends him a message, and uh, the uh, the captain is like, "It's from a bank in the U.S. Says that they are holding on to." 60 ounces of diamonds or something crazy like that for this gentleman. Oh, how did they know he was on the ship? I don't know. We have to change course. So, and that's the end. Question mark. It's like, (laughs) the question mark. (laughs) Until all three of us come up with Latitude Zero Part (laughs) 2. Yes. Electric Lion Boogaloo. We're going to have to cut a lot out. So, what did you guys think of this movie? (laughs) Well, saw the trailer. Everything in the trailer was amazing. Everything that wasn't in the trailer, amazing. (laughs) I'd watch it again. This is is a fantastic movie. Ridiculous in all the right ways, in my opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. I was feeling kind of tired and kind of had a headache when we first started watching this. And... Now I'm more tired and have a worse headache. But <laughs> despite that, this made me laugh really hard. And I had a lot of fun watching it and talking about it with you guys. Yeah. I think it's very fun. You know, late 60s, early 70s movie. It's it's family friendly. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's yeah, anything too, too gross. Uh, unless you're upset about the... Yeah, I mean, you know, animal brain exchange is kind of weird, and there's obviously a little, a little bit of sexuality thrown in, but not, not anything terrible. Yeah, you know, don't don't show it to your Sunday school children. Yeah, this is not a Sunday school movie for sure. But it's okay, like on a Saturday if you're hanging out with your family. Yeah, throw it on. It's not gonna, you're not gonna be offended by anything. Maybe, maybe uh, Joseph Cotton's ascots or or whatever, but that's about it. Yeah, that man was leading the fashion in this movie, in my opinion. Uh, Open shirts with chain, gold chains on, too. Golden records all across his sleeves. Oh, yeah, that's that. That oh. was his real suit. Indicating yeah. each fat yeah. drop, each fat jam he was dropping <laughs> down at the bottom of the sea. Multi-platinum recording artist. He's been alive for 400 years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Go for it, man. Yeah, you gotta get a hit. Make now. a beat or two. <laughs> He should have had way more hits, but it took that many to... That one reminded me of a tracksuit. Oh, the yeah. outfit was like a brown velour tracksuit <laughs> with, like, discs up the arms. Yeah. Like, instead of stripes. <laughs> so, is so All the fat battles. beats he dropped. Yep. And that hat at the end! Can we talk about his last outfit? Oh, my God! The last one! <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, boy. It, you know, honestly, the suit that he was wearing with it was fine. It was just that hat with the gold trim. And you can see It's kind of cocked to the side, right? Yeah. Th- that could be buttoned up or left down, and he had it yep. left down. Yep. It was a pimp hat. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. It was awesome. Well, if I had to pick a pimp in this movie, it would be him. So The clothing... <laughs> The clothing of an idealistic society. Oh, we didn't talk about Cesar Romero's uh, M. Bison outfit either. Oh, I was talking, you know, about the 
The thigh highs. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> thigh high boots. And then he was also wearing those aviator pants that, like, buff out. Oh, yeah. He was he was just like the bad guy in Star Wars with yep. the cape. The cape. Yeah. The cape. He, looked, he looked pretty good. He kind of had some, some Admiral Thrawn vibes there. Mm-hmm. A little bit. If he had yeah. blue skin, maybe. Blue in the face. Yeah. Or whoever the guy from Rogue One was. Yes. Yeah. Thing, with El Capo. My friend actually sewed that costume. Ooh. That's, that is the coolest thing. No. One of my friends is a costume maker, and um, yes, she sews patterns for the costumes, and she did that one with the cape in Star Wars. So good. It's real cool. She didn't design it, but she, she tailored it and made it for that guy, and mm. that, I think, is pretty awesome. Yep. So good. That's amazing. All right, let's let's wrap this up. We've been going for quite some time here. I'm going to ask you guys if you learned any lessons from Latitude Zero, 1969, directed by the guy who directed Mothra. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to think of a lesson. Aaron, have you got a suggestion or a comment? Write in to please don't podcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PDSMIOS. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at Outer Space Pod. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us a star and or written rating to help us with our numbers, with our uh, spot on the charts for movies. We've never been on any chart. It'd be nice to be on some sort of chart. 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 If Stop you it. <laughs> want to hear some more podcasts, uh, check out the other podcasts on eartrumpetaudio.com. And yeah, so lessons, lessons, lessons. One, one can learn much about life through this movie. Mm, that's the lesson. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I was to pick at least a lesson from this movie, if you got a secret layer... Just gotta up the defenses, man. Yeah. That, that I gotta reiterate that. Up the defenses. He had tons of defenses. They were just useless. But I guess that's true. He didn't know he doesn't know what his opponent has in store against him. Invincibility baths, gold suits, jetpacks. I guess these are things one cannot plan for. Mm-hmm. I guess you're right. But I mean if your if your 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 last resort is taking your minion and making them into a chimera creature <laughs> against their will, also yeah, you got to come up with a better last ditch plan. That's my lesson. Come up with a, plan, a last minute. If your last minute plan is against someone's will, not with their consent, got to rethink it. Got to rethink it. Go back to the drawing board. Come up with a new secret base. Get the heck out of there. There's always going to be another day where you can fight your uh, your uh, um, adversary. Don't make enemies and then expect that person to defend you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know, I don't... One of the things I have happen in nightmares a lot or in dreams where I wake up is that the bottom falls out from underneath of me. Like, the ground falls out from underneath me. And um, I think that is actually a fear of mine, even though I don't really know what that's like. Um, yeah. You know, but I I feel like I've, you know, in this, when you see the world opening up and you're just like, it's not there, you just keep going. That's not a good thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a worrying thought. 
So for me, it's uh, don't don't take that expedition mm. um, down to the bottom of the ocean because there could be problems with that. I'm not afraid of the earthquake, but um, other bad things could happen. You could get stuck down there. I don't think we've seen a movie where. It, it, that like on this podcast where somebody goes under the sea and something doesn't go wrong, you know. Yeah, yeah. totally. There's no smooth sailing under the ocean. Mm. Good um, lesson. My lesson is that if you get introduced to a utopian society where currency is unnecessary and there, there's no governing body, anyone can eat whenever they want to. You know, they they can work, they can play, they do whatever they want to. Don't go back to a different place where money is necessary, even if you think you're going to be a rich man. There's absolutely no reason to do that. I, I don't see you why cray, he left. Cray. I don't. I agree with you. Uh, he could just be bouncing on a trampoline for the rest of his life. Exactly. You know, like I don't understand why he didn't want to stay there. I mean, not to say that I think their society seemed that great to me. Like, I, I had problems with all the societies they were offering us. This, this, is, movie. Uh, this is something I'm um, hearing for the first time. But um, but I definitely feel like he could have tried to make the most of it. They had everything they have at the surface, except better at that in that era. You know in what this I, world of the movie. Yeah, and it's not like they didn't, like, take trips to the surface and stuff like that. He could have got a job on the crew of the Alpha or something like that, you know? Yeah, I think he wanted to be rich and famous. Yeah. And I think he wanted to be the one to go up and tell everyone and and be like, you know, get all the attention for it or whatever. Stupid American. That's kind of what his style was like the whole time. True. Very flashy. Capitalist. Mm. Capitalist pig. <laughs> oh, Red China. They were talking oh, yeah, about Red it. China. <laughs> it was either the. Oh, yeah. It yeah, was either the Soviet Union or Red China. <laughs> China. <laughs> oh, man. The enemies of capitalism. <laughs> Somebody did it. There's a lot to digest from this movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good stuff. We'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. EartrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear.